Hello and hello, welcome. My name's Ali and I talk and I write about ME chronic fatigue syndrome here and on my blog, living an everyday kind of life.com. And often I'm talking about the subtleties of recovering or improving your life with ME chronic fatigue syndrome. And particularly today, I'm going to be talking about what to do when you're struggling to do your health routines. There's both this podcast and also uh, sorry, this pod episode and also a blog post as well, so both audio and written. I wanted to talk about this post because somebody asked about it in a Facebook group that I saw. Oh, yeah. Because you know, some days for me, doing my health routines, whatever it might consist of, has been relatively easy and even enjoyable. And sometimes it just, 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 just doesn't feel like doing it at all. And I've been doing some form of daily health exercises for over 20 years. Initially, it was to prevent back problems, then to help my ME chronic fatigue syndromes and prevent back problems at the same time. And now I, I still do some more general health exercises. And those routines at the peak have taken up to two to three hours a day, took a lot of time. And many, many times I haven't wanted to do them. When I thought about what I'd learned to do to counteract that, I realised there was five, five things that I did. Knowing that a lack of motivation is normal, having a break from the routines, expressing my frustration, experimenting, and reminding myself how they help. So those are the things I do day to day, but also sometimes there's a bigger issue going on, a more complex issue. So I need to take longer term actions or was while I was doing the routines just happening to be doing these longer term actions and these were things like strengthening and cleaning up my desire my motivation questioning my beliefs and focusing on my self-worth so let's go to the relatively simpler solution that's still not that easy to do sometimes so the first one is knowing a lack of motivation is normal it's really, really easy to criticise yourself, particularly if you're prone to self-criticism, as I am, where you don't feel like doing your routine exercises. You just need to look on YouTube and all these amazing people look like they're easily doing their daily rituals. <laughs> and so it's really easy to fall into the trap of shouting at yourself. But it doesn't work. It might work one day, it might get you going that day, but it has kind of a knock-on effect and it makes you less and less likely to do your routines. But now I've realised that my motivation varies. Everybody's does. This is normal. And by accepting that my motivation varies, I'm able to be more compassionate towards myself. And when I'm more compassionate, more loving to myself, I found it easier to do my exercises that day or to pick them up again if I've, if I've dropped them. That was the first one. No lack of motivation is normal. Second one is have a break from your routine. Okay, it is ideal if you do it every day of the week, of the month, of the year. But sometimes that's just too much and you actually need a break. So you might decide I need a break tomorrow or you might get up and oh, have a break and feel happy and comfortable that that is absolutely fine to have a break. Sometimes I actually, if I know I want to break, I would just cut back 
down the how much of my routine I do. So I just do a little bit and that feels enough. So second one is have a break from your routine. Third one is express your feelings, your frustration, your despair, your annoyance, your resentment or whatever. I've found that if I don't feel motivated, there's always some kind of feeling around. Sometimes it's quite hidden and I've had to look for it behind the guilt of not doing the, the routines, the exercises, but it's there. If I can express the frustration, maybe have the break and then later on express the frustration, I do much better. Sometimes it just feels really good to say, I refuse to do these exercises. I refuse to do them. I refuse to do them. This is a technique I learned from uh, EFT. It's called the EFT refusal technique. Have a look either in my blog post or online to find more details. It's, it's taken a long time for me to learn to express my feelings. I've done it by just having people around me who reminded me of the need to do it. I've done it by having counselling and now I do it a lot using EFT because it kind of holds the feelings and the, the routine of expressing them in a, in a safe place, in a structured place. Have a look on my blog post. I've got a, a, web, a blog post all about tapping for ME chronic fatigue syndrome using finding resources and on my YouTube channel. The links will be in the blog post. Fourth one, I think it is, review and experiment. Or maybe this is the third, I get ahead of myself. When I say it, it's like sitting down and thinking, okay, which exercises or routines am I particularly reluctant to do? And can I experiment? Can I find a different way of doing them? So it's about making the moment for yourself where you got you can answer some questions and just feeling what feels right for you. Okay, I've got a lot of questions, so you might just want to choose one or two of them so you don't not overwhelmed. Are the exercises I'm doing the right ones for me at the moment? Am I trying to do too much? What's the maximum time that suits me? Maybe five minutes every hour or one hour altogether or whatever. What time of day is best for me? Is it better as one or two chunks or lots of chunks? What order is best? Is the lack of confidence in how I'm doing the exercises or how or whether the exercises will help me, affecting me? And what can I do about that? Can I go and revisit any notes, any videos, or check with my practitioner if my practitioner has given you given me the exercises? Have I been doing the exercises by rote? If so, how can I make the exercise, the routine itself, more pleasurable? If that's been using music, being outside, listening to an audio book, cup of tea nearby. Focusing, really focusing on the exercise or on your body as you do it. Which one should I start with? Which one works best to start with? Can I vary the exercises, the routine? Would linking them with other routines help? And how does focusing 
on any sensations in my body help. Those are some ideas. You might want to ask for some other, uh, more uh, by joining or, be, or going to one of the ME Chronic Fatigue Syndrome supportive Facebook groups. I've got a post linking to those groups on my site. Final one, remind yourself, find one of this block actually, remind yourself how they help. It's easy to be getting the benefits of the routine without noticing, particularly since they're often really subtle. So right in the early part of my journey, I'd do the exercises a few times or a month or a week or so, and then I'd stop the exercise and a few days later I'd think, ah. So for example, meditating, uh, for my ME chronic fatigue syndrome took me a bit to realise that it was benefiting me and if I didn't do it for three days I really felt it and that helped motivate me to remind myself to do it regularly. <laughs> Sometimes though even before then when I, I I'd think okay I need to remind myself and then I'd be quite aggressive and say Ali come on come on you know you know you know it helps. So it's really important when you're reminding yourself to be loving and compassionate and supportive. That's what's going to make the difference to you, not the stick. So let's go over those five, five things that you can do to help you if you're struggling with your exercises. No, knowing a lack of motivation is normal. Having a break from the exercises. Expressing your frustration. Experimenting and reminding yourself those five have often been enough to get me back onto track. But there's also bigger reasons, have been bigger reasons for me why I've not been motivated. They're kind of intertwined, but let me just say the three that I've that I've gonna mention here. Strengthening and cleaning up my desire, questioning my beliefs, focusing on, on my self-worth have all made a big, big, big difference to how motivated I am. So these can be quite, have been for me quite difficult topics. So what I've tended to do is to find myself a quiet space, a quiet time when I can really think what's going on. Strengthening and cleaning up your desire. It's, oh, okay, it's so complicated for me. I can't, sometimes I can't even listen to those motivation videos because I think you're just not getting it. You're just not in my kind of world. And I don't think they are because it's a complex issue for me. It's mixed up with what's happened to me in the past, when I've been discouraged, when I've been encouraged. It's what I kind of believe in inside. And it's... But as I've focused on personal development through questioning my beliefs, having counselling, etc., the desire to look after my health has become stronger and stronger, more consistent. As I've believed in myself more, I believe that I am enough. I have felt that my health is my top priority. I think you can do, once you have got kind of a foundation of motivation, you can then look to see what people are suggesting about 
reminding yourself such as why you're doing something or visualize yourself exercising consistently but you do need that foundation of the motivation and what's helped me to get that desire clearer is things like questioning my beliefs you know i had beliefs they're still there a little but i had beliefs that i sh shouldn't take care of, i shouldn't take care of myself or i should look after others first or i shouldn't value my health so, of course, when you've got beliefs like that, sometimes my motivation wasn't there because it was contradicting these beliefs. But what I wanted to do was contradicting these beliefs. Acknowledging them has helped a lot to bring them out of my subconscious. So I've used two techniques to kind of find out what the, those beliefs are. Something I called the, uh, was, is called the spider chart, which was taught to me by a mind-body-spirit author called Jill Edwards, where you draw a spider's body and you ask yourself, why do you want this? And you draw legs off it and saying, why? The next one is you draw a spider's body, a double circle, drawing legs of it, thoughts, beliefs, messages, and you just sit there, just write down whatever comes to mind. Next one is, why don't I want this? Sorry, I forgot to say, is what you say. So if you've got, so what you say is, I want to take care of myself through consistent regular routines health routines going back to the third spider this question is why am i afraid of having this fourth spider is why am i afraid of not having this and the fifth spider is people have this are and when i do that and it becomes easy to practice all kinds of things come out Nick Orton of the Tapping Solutions also got a similar process um, where you think about what would others say. If you told them your goal, what comes to mind and what would others say? Um, and I also like, because I continue to have a lot of conflict in my beliefs, I also like to use a, a tapping technique where you make, where you, it's called conflict tapping, where you state one belief, such as I can't take care of myself, it's wrong to take care of myself. And the other one is I want to take care of myself. This is a good thing to do. If you search online for conflict tapping, EFT, you will find that one. Focusing on my self-worth. So I started counselling about four or five years before I recovered because I was really frustrated fed up with having ME chronic fatigue syndrome. I was really struggling with it at that point, even though it was I was a relatively high functioning, it, it was still really bugging me and getting me down. What I didn't expect it to do was to help my motivation, my ability to do things consistently that helped myself. But counselling is all about really about feeling a little better about yourself and increasing your self-worth and so your ability to handle difficult situations such as feeling frustrated because you don't want to do that um that particular routine today or whatever it helps so i stopped blaming myself for not doing my routine and instead i've kind of developed much more of an attitude of self-compassion and curiosity so i say what's going on today why don't i want it to do it today it still seems strange to me that one of my B 
biggest factors, in my recovery from any chronic fatigue syndrome, was having counselling, ACA, increasing my self-worth. But my whole mindset changed because of that counselling. Raylan Agle and on her wonderful YouTube channel started to talk about this a lot, about how your mindset is so important. There's lots and lots of different ways to focus on your self-esteem. Counselling is only one of them. I hope just mention it here will encourage you to go look what's right for you. Okay, let's finish with a summary. So five steps if you think I just struggling to do these health routines. Five shorter term steps. Remembering or knowing that a lack of motivation is normal, because it varies. Having a break from the routine helps. Expressing your frustration and your feelings. Experimenting and reminding yourself how these routines help. Those five will get you going in many cases. If they don't, it's time to go a bit deeper. And the longer term actions I'm suggesting are strengthening and cleaning up your desire questioning your beliefs, focusing on your self-worth. Hope this helps. Come back for my next one. Thanks then. Bye now.